Running your own business can be lonely, finding reliable professionals difficult, and generating new business challenging, but not when you have a business network. NewGen Networking provides its members with new and exciting business opportunities, with the chance to build lasting relationships with vetted businesses who can act as your sales team and solve the issue of who to turn to in your hour of need. With a range of flexible and affordable solutions, NewGen apply tried and tested principles in a modern way to suit today's world. To find the right option for your business, visit newgen-networking.com or call 033-600-680. NewGen Networking. New business, new contacts, a new generation of networking. You're listening to the New Gen Podcast exclusively on the Pod Station. Here is an interview with one of our members from the Da Vinci Hub. Yes, we have Dave Forrest from Myriad Mortgages today. So, hello, Dave. Hello, John. So, Dave, straight into it. Mortgage brokers, Myriad Mortgage Brokers. Why would a client, or why would anybody ever use a broker? Why, why not just go to their own lender or just go online and get a mortgage? Surely that's yeah, easier. Very, very good question, John. Um, I mean, I think the thing is with with a mortgage broker is, you know, if if you want to get advice, effectively, <clears throat> you'd have to go and get, you'd have to have a two-hour interview with every bank to get the proper advice um you know give actually you know when we give advice to clients um we take all that you know that risk on um i suppose of the advice and that we're giving proper advice to people um and there's just so it's like buying anything online or you know it, it there's so many products out there i think the thing is with a mortgage you know most people with a mortgage will think um, you know, oh, I'm buying a house, so I need a mortgage. That's quite simple. But there's so much involved in it. It's it's things like, you know, how do you earn your income? Um, what does your credit profile look like? How much do you want to borrow? Um, you know, what what house are you you buying, or what what's the finance for? You know, what what are you actually getting that finance for? Because every lender out there, whether it be a bank, a building society. Um, or some of the, the different types of lenders that are out there that you don't see on the high street that we have access to. Um, they all treat everybody in a different way. Um, so whenever you get a client, whether, again, that be the most simplest uh, first-time buyer, you know, both employed, you know, fairly standard deposit, mm-hmm. or whether it be something really more complicated, it's about the research and it's going out there doing the research and actually finding the best overall deal and not just the best yeah. rate. I think like with mm-hmm. anything in... Um, life we all think oh we all want the cheapest but you know the cheapest isn't or one won't fit or won't do the yeah. job um, or doesn't do what you want to do and again again it's not just about today getting a mortgage it's about looking at people's what's people's goals and aspirations mm. for you know what they want to do do yeah. they want to move do they want to borrow more <laughs> what do they want to do and you're really setting that up now nice. so the advice process is sort of like you know really dealing with a client on that rather than just do, it's not just a transaction no so I take it sometimes as well. A client might get by their own bank or their own doing it themselves might be told no. 
Cause yeah, they're, they're not... so so many times. I mean, it was the bank that used to say yes, wasn't it? Well, we always used to say yeah. They say yes on the telly, but always yeah. say no because yeah. it would always be turned down. Yeah. Um, you know, and so many times you get someone who says, oh, "I've been turned down by my own bank," and most people will, you know, in in the banking world, they go to their own bank first because that's mm. you know you. you very few people change the bank account. They stayed with people for a long time. Um, and they go along to them to get a mortgage. And then the bank goes, oh, no, we can't do that. And then there's nowhere to go then. Um, you know, where another bank will do it. Um, and and I, w- I will say at the moment, you know, you go and try and get a mortgage appointment in your bank. One, there won't be a bank because they've closed. And two, they're not offering that service because, yeah. you know, they haven't got <clears> advisors <throat> in there anymore. The, the banking world's really, like most industries, haven't, you know, promoted young people coming in. Where's the next raft of advisors coming from? Um, but, you know, our, our local Barclays next to our office this week closed. You know, been there for, for years and years, closed and it's gone. So, um, and I, I mean, I was only, I, when that closed, I was thinking, you know, Royal Bank of Scotland, my bank, um, the two local ones have closed. My nearest one's now Liverpool City Centre. You've got yeah, to pay for parking. Yeah. So there's all that really, I suppose. Okay. And what, what other services do you offer? Your clients, can you? Um, well, I mean, obviously, part of the, the main thing we do is, you know, would be around you know getting a mortgage or getting finance. But it's not just about that. It's because buying a house or doing anything with with a mortgage is there's, there's so much legal process involved. I mean, certainly buying a house. I, I mean, I've always said no one, no one. This is the biggest transaction you're ever going to do in your life. Most mm. money you're ever going to borrow and spend. Um, and we don't sit kids down in school and tell them this is this potentially could happen to you yeah. and, and how, how it works. Um, might be talking myself out of a job if they start doing <laughs> that but um, you know it's so important that you don't just transact the mortgage as I say we, you know that, that's quite a simple thing to mm. do um, but to actually give people advice on the actual whole process so what are you going to go through because you've got to deal with an, if you're buying you've got to deal with an estate agent what does that look like mm. what sort of things are you going to hear um, you know what are they going to tell you how do you how do you interact with them you know, what's the legal process? You know, well, you've got to go and find a sister. Again, go on the internet, yeah. find a sister. How does that, you know, the conveyance inside, the legal side, how does that work? Are you buying a house in Scotland, which is a totally different yeah. process legally? Um, so there's so many things involved. And what we do with our clients is walk them through from start to finish. I, I always like to say a client will come to me and say, I've found a house and I want to buy it. And then sort of like 12, 16 weeks later, they move in yeah. and get the keys, but they don't have all the stress of having to sort everything out. Nice. They know everything. But then, you know, we will deal with the whole thing rather than just the main yeah. bit, which is the mortgage. And on the back of that, probably just as, in, well, definitely just as important is protecting that mortgage. So if the worst things in life happen, what are you going to do? You know, are you just going to go, oh my God, what are we going to do? Or do you give me a call and we've put something in place, i.e. something like life insurance, right. you know, where they're the things that we never want to, to pay out. But, you know, yeah. thank God when we do have those things happen they do pay out and you know it can be it can be family saving really yeah. so they're the other sort of things that come just as important as doing the finance and you know everybody's the main thing is get the house yeah. don't care how i do it i just want that house but there's so many other things in it they're the difficult conversations mm. you could have with people because yeah. no one really wants to spend money on that stuff but if we don't have those as advisors if we don't have those really difficult conversations mm. at the beginning you know, there could be a major problem somewhere yeah. down the line. So um, it's that, and it's and then it's the after service, really. Yeah. You know, so you can offer all of that in, as a package, really. Yeah, we do. We do the whole thing. As I say, you know, more often than not, the phone will go, and someone will say, "Oh, well, I'm a first-time buyer, um, and I don't know where to start." 
Right. You know, so and, and I would say <clears throat> always say try and get your finances in place, especially in this current market as we sit in twenty twenty one. Um you know, you do get people who say, oh, I've offered on a house and I've had it accepted. What the hell do I do now? Well, you're just under pressure straight away. And when you're under pressure, <clears> you are open then to getting some bad advice or doing something that's going to hurt you further <clears> down the line. So it's great if you can get a first-time buyer before they've even started looking yeah. because you then then educate them into, right, what are you going to hear from estate agents? You know, because you, at the moment, you're probably going to be on a race with other clients. Yeah. So can we put you in a position where you look better than the other yeah. the other people offering on the property, um, so it's all those tips really, and, yeah. and having sort of been in an estate agent, not actually worked for them, but spent time in there a good lot of time in there in a big estate agent, and really learned how that that market works. Because I think yeah. we've all bought our houses, and don't know what the estate agent does for you. So um, it's about just about education, yeah. I suppose. And if, once you've got a client and a client you've done that work, do you, do you keep in contact? Do you update them, or is it just a one-off? Yeah, system? no, no. It, I mean, that, that's probably as that is as much as as the as our work each month than new new clients. We're always taking new clients on, but you know, in any month I might have twenty or thirty clients where the mortgage rate is coming to an end. Mm. So, um, I mean, if you do predominantly now, you'll do a fixed rate because that's the way the market is. So that might be a two, a three, or a five-year fixed rate. So that will come to an end and you'll drop onto the lender's standard variable rate, which will always be higher. Right. So that means your mortgage payments go up. Now the lender will write to you because they have an obligation to write to you to tell you it's coming up. Well, they'll probably only write to you once and you'll put it in the drawer. Yeah. And they're probably hoping you, 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 you flip onto this variable rate and pay more. So what we do with our clients, we make a call six months before the end of the rate mm. to remind them Right. that the rate's coming up in six months and we need to start to look at it and what what is it you want to do do you want to you know borrow some more money because you want to do an extension or has has things changed have you got yeah. some funds you want to pay off your mortgage while that rate's ending and we restructure it so right. yeah it's it's not just about today but it's keep going back and also the great part of the job is you go back and you see sometimes families grow yeah you know because if it's a first time buyer buying the first house then the family grows then they want to move house so it's really about that that journey you know, and, and sometimes the great part of the job is seeing that journey for clients and see the family grow, see them have kids yeah. and all that. So, so yeah, definitely that's just as important is to, to look after your existing clients than go and try and find new ones. Okay, that's great. And finally, what, what other professionals do you sort of work with or who are you looking to work with? Um, I mean, the obvious ones are, yeah, if there's estate agents out there or, you know, um, they will pass you referrals for, you know, they want to know the finances in place because yeah. if they've got someone selling their house you know they want to know the person that's buying and offering on it is in a position to move forward because right. um, that makes the whole transaction work um i've always mentioned we we deal with quite a lot of uh, divorce and family lawyers right. because whenever there's something like that going on um the finances are so important yeah. but it's something that's that people will finances <coughs> are a weird thing people don't like looking at them all the time um, you know we we quite often have people say look I, I want to look at what I can borrow but I really don't think I can get a mortgage that that's not always the case yeah. you know we'll do the research maybe put something a bit different than you think in place but then change it in the future so again there's another you know that that sort of divorce work if you like is really um, you know it's it's interesting but it's also yeah. rewarding that you see people's lives move on so you know in two years you'll you'll look totally different um, I mean, we were dealing with a divorce case this week where we've, you know, she's really nervous about getting her own house going forward. Um, no, not not 
been on her own before with the finances. Um, we you really didn't think she'd probably get a mortgage in place. Was nervous over it. We got the mortgage in place. I think she's moving in in a couple of weeks. And you've just heard her voice change over the on the phone yeah. over the last sort of like <clears throat> couple of months, where it's now very <clears throat> positive. So that's the rewarding yeah. part of the job, yeah. really. So yeah, divorce lawyers um, and also a- anyone out there, companies who might have some employees. If you've got employees, generally they'll have a mortgage or they might want to get a mortgage. You know, we'll sit down and give them some free advice on what to do and quite often you're saying to people well look right now we can't do it but if we do this this and this in six months it will look a little bit different yeah. um and you know because people just think well i'm stuck and i can't do anything but if we start to build things up so recently we've done a couple um this time of year there's a lot of solicitors who are qualifying and then what they're doing they're going to their next contract which is going to be a lot more money we, we've just done two this week where they've now got mortgages in place on the salaries that they're going to be on in September and been able to buy the house that they wanted rather than having to wait and miss out on the house. So um, loads of different areas, but yeah, it's just about giving some advice. Loads of reasons why we should speak to you then rather than speaking to our own bank. Does does anyone else have any questions? Hi, Dave. Hi, Neil. Uh, I think I've seen on the news that the stamp duty uh, bar is coming back on. Is, it, is that going to change the marketplace at all? Or? Um, yeah, it will. It, it was free up to five hundred thousand um, from the from the, to the end of June f- because of the pandemic. They've obviously kept the housing market going. That no doubt about it. That has had an influx on the higher properties. And already this week we're getting to sort of the end of June. I've noticed it just slow down a little bit. Um, caveat to that though: house prices have rose so much. I, we have had a couple of big ones this week which aren't too bothered because they've made enough to pay the stamp duty. So whether that's the Chancellor's sort of trick, really, if you like, he knew it was going to happen anyway. People are still going to buy properties because house prices have gone up. Um, it go, On the fir- uh, 1st of July, it goes down to free up to 250 till September. So what we'll probably find now, it'll go busy on them slightly lower properties. So that market will probably keep going and come back in a little bit more. And as we sort of open up of where we are, you know, people will start to move again. Uh, for different reasons you know so um yeah it'll have a little effect on the market but um it's one of those i think if you want a house you'll pay pay for it really so it'll probably keep going hi dave a uh, couple of quick things um most houses that i've seen recently seem to have been sold quite quickly is yeah. demand outstripping supply at the moment demand is yeah dem- pretty much demand always outstrips supply just because of the population and it's growing isn't it and mm-hmm. you know it, yeah it's it's just crazy um, there's not enough houses. They never build enough houses. Um, you know, there's always a target, isn't there, which they always seem to miss. Um, they're trying to do it. But again, new build houses tend to be quite pricey for what they are. So the demand for sort of yeah, second-hand properties is just, you know, sometimes, I mean, we've had them where there's been, it's gone on, and 13, 14 viewings in a morning, and all those people are going to make offers on it. Well, if they're going to make offers, all they're going to make offers on it, they're all sitting there thinking, right, what do we need to make offers? So as you can see, the price starts to go up. So yeah, we're getting 30 grand over the asking price, 40 grand over the asking price quite easily. And the other thing I just wanted to ask, I just had a look then, there's, there's roughly about three and a half million people that are currently either furloughed or part furloughed. What are lenders' takes on, on those type of people? Um, yeah, that's changed. Initially, it was quite positive, really. It was, you know, okay, furloughs here, we'll still lend to you, but maybe on 60% of what your 80% is. Like, um, I think at the moment, because it's coming to an end, it's pretty, furlough's pretty much a no-no. There's a couple of lenders who might just take it. Um, and as I say, for those people who are self-employed who've had no help, really, it, it is really difficult because their accounts this year, you know, in certain sectors... Um, certainly as I mentioned a little bit before a caterer you know 
his, his accounts this year, which have now been done, just don't reflect his income that, that it was. Um, so we're going to have to put something in place to maybe do something in the future. So, yeah, um, I'd probably say pretty much now most lenders won't lend if there's any furlough on there. Hence why they need to come to you and... Yeah, yeah, just get some advice. And again, maybe that might be if we can plan a little bit in the future. But also, if they're, if they're on a, um, an, you know, an existing rate, if they're on a, on a mortgage at the moment with an existing um, lender, we may be able to switch that rate with no no proof of income because we're getting them a better rate. So again, it's about advice. They might be stuck. Just come to us and we'll have a look at it. Okay, bro. Thanks, Dave. Uh, it's a question about valuation. I live in a semi-detached house in a cul-de-sac. Yeah. Uh, now, recently, my neighbours had a penis extension. This house looks rubbish. Right. Will that affect my price? Um, it could do. Um, things that affect affect the price of your house are what's sold in the area. So when evaluation's done and when when lenders look at the value of the property, generally it goes on what's sold recently in the area. Thank you. It's great we can edit this podcast, yeah, isn't yeah. it? <laughs> Has there been a change on the mortgages that they'll give to the buy-to-let market because of the problems landlords might face in actually recovering rent if good question that mark no there hasn't uh buy select's probably stronger than it's ever been um one because people have got a bit of cash that they've they've not spent over the last sort of year year and a half so people are buying you know a little property with it um uh, no no i've not really seen any change in the buy to let market really um there's been no real effect on i can think of, of any sort of criteria from sort of f- from that thing you know where the people are struggling with rents um, so no, not really. Bytelet market is just as strong as it was, and lenders are lending. So, okay, that's great. Thank you very much. Thanks, Dave. John. Thank you. Okay. If you would like to visit one of our online or face-to-face hubs, visit newgen-networking.com and book a place. Get social at Network New Gen on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn.